Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to my podcast on a Sunday again. Thank you for being loyal. And today we are going to start with a word of prayer as usual. <laughs> and then we are going to talk about the most best topic ever. What is a Bible? Okay, close your eyes as we pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this day. We are thanking you for the gift of life that you've given unto us, O God. Thank you for enabling us to be here today, O God. Thank you for enabling us to listen to your word today. And thank you for giving me the breath to be able to convey your message to your people today, O God. I want to thank you, Jehovah, for enabling a successful listening platform as Anchor. For This is a platform where I've been giving people your word and it's changing lives and we really appreciate about that so as we are going to learn today about the bible your word my god let people learn from you let them understand you better and let your name be glorified it is in jesus name i do pray and believe amen Today we are going to speak about what is a Bible. What is a Bible? How many of you have your Bibles with you? Okay, go with me to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy is an epistle. It's from the books written by Paul, Apostle Paul. You can find it in between Thessalonians and Titus. Thessalonians and Titus 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 3 wait pardon 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So what do you understand by the word scripture? What is scripture? As per my understanding, scripture is the word of God. The scripture in this context is the word of God. And what is the word of God? Last episode we talked about who God is and most of the things we came up with we took them from the scripture, the Bible. What is a Bible? What do you understand when you hear what is a Bible? Or someone asks you, what is a Bible? 
So, for me, the Bible is the holy scripture of Christian religion. Uh-huh. It's supposed to tell the history of the earth from its earliest creation to the spread of the Christianity in the first century after the death of Christ. Okay, let me not complicate it so much about the death and resurrection of Christ. That's a topic for another day. It has two testaments, the Old and the New Testament. If you stay here for next Sunday, you will learn more about the Old and the New Testament. It has very different, very many versions. For example, the King James Version, the New New King James Version. It has a lot. It has the Hebrew version. It has so many versions so that it can reach the whole world, everybody, the universe, the Catholic one. They say the Catholic is the universe, right? So let me give you an audio from a friend of what the Bible is. Stay tuned. The Bible. It's one of the most influential books in human history. It explores the big questions of why we exist. It's inspired many people to do amazing things. And confused many others. And you've probably got one sitting around somewhere. So, what is the Bible actually? Well, the Bible is a small library of books that all emerged out of the history of the people of ancient Israel. And in one sense, they were just like any other ancient civilization. But among them were a long line of individuals called prophets. And they viewed Israel's story as anything but ordinary. They saw it as a central part of what God was doing for all humanity. And these prophets were literary geniuses. Really? Yeah, they expertly crafted the Hebrew language to write epic narratives, very sophisticated poetry. They were masters of metaphor and storytelling, and they leveraged all of this to explore life's most complicated questions about death and life and the human struggle. So there's a lot of different authors writing this book. Yeah, and these texts were produced over a thousand-year period, starting with Israel's origins in Egypt, then leading up to their kingdom with their first temple. But eventually, they were conquered by the Babylonians, who took them away into exile. Then, at a crucial moment in their history, many Israelites returned to their land. They built a second temple, they reformed their identity, and this is when the Jewish scriptures began to be formed into the shape that we have them today. Okay, the Jewish Bible. What's in it? Well, in Hebrew, it's called by an acronym, Tanakh. The T stands for Torah, sometimes called the Law. That's Israel's five-book foundation story. The N stands for Nevi'im, the Hebrew word for prophets. And this section consists of the historical books that tell Israel's story from the prophet's point of view. Then you get the poetic books of the prophets themselves. The K stands for Ketavim, the Hebrew word for writings. This is a diverse collection of poetic books, wisdom books, and more narrative. And the Jewish people believe that through all of these literary works, God speaks to his people. Now, there were other Jewish writings being produced 
during this second temple period as well. Yeah, a really diverse group of texts. And these two were highly valued in Jewish communities. And there was debate from ancient times about whether or not some of these should be considered part of their scriptures. So this is a lot of different writings over a long period of time. Why did they put them all together like this? Well, altogether, these texts tell an epic story about how God is working through these people to bring order and beauty out of the chaos of our world. And it all builds up to a hope for a new leader who would come and renew all creation. And then the Tanakh concludes, and this leader never comes. So it's an expertly crafted work, but it's missing an ending? That's exactly right. Now, a few centuries later, a Jewish prophet comes onto the scene named Jesus of Nazareth. He claimed he was carrying the Tanakh story forward. Yeah, so Jesus did a bunch of cool stuff was killed, but his followers claimed he was alive from the dead. Yeah, they said that Jesus was that long-awaited leader who would restore the world. And so his earliest followers, called apostles, they composed new literary works about the story of Jesus. They called these good news or the gospel. They formed an account called Acts about the spread of the Jesus movement outside of Israel. And then they circulated letters to different Jesus communities all around the ancient world. And they saw these writings as part of the scripture. Yeah, the apostles wrote all of this as the fulfillment of that epic story found in the Tanakh. And they were continuing the literary genius of the Jewish tradition. They also believed that God was speaking to his people through these texts alongside the scriptures of Israel. So that's the Old and New Testament. But what did the early Christians think of the other Second Temple literature? Well, different groups had different views about some of these books, but we know they read them and valued these texts because they passed them along with the Jewish scriptures. Okay, so we've got the Tanakh, the Jewish scriptures. We've got these other Second Temple period works. Then the writing of the apostles about Jesus. And that's a lot of literature, so what's in my Bible? So the Christian movement has taken different forms over 2,000 years, and from the beginning, all Christians recognized the Tanakh and the New Testament as scripture. And for centuries, much of the Second Temple literature was read as part of the biblical tradition. The Catholic Church eventually made it official and called some of the books from this collection the Deuterocanonical books. Some Orthodox churches used even more books from this Second Temple literature. And then in the 1500s, during the Reformation, Protestant Christians wanted to go back to the oldest writings of the prophets and apostles, so they accepted only the Old and New Testaments. Okay, I think I got it. But how does a collection of books produced over a thousand years by all these different authors tell one unified story? Yeah, that's the question we'll address in our next video. Well, I believe all of us have understood what the Bible is from the audio that you've just listened to. He was quite profound and I believe all of us have understood so far. And for more of this next Sunday, join us as we, as we are going to speak about the Old Testament and the New Testament. We are going to break it down bit by bit until we understand what the Bible is and don't forget 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 which says all scripture is God breathed or rather 
all scripture is God inspired and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in righteousness. Thank you for listening to us today and before we end this episode, let us commit what we have learned today to God and we call it a day. Okay, let's close our eyes for another word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for enabling us to learn about your word, the word of God, the Bible, the scripture. And we have learned that it is inspired by you. It is inspired by you for us to be able to teach with it, for us to be able to correct others with it and to train others and ourselves with it. We thank you so far that we have learned a lot from you and we are going to use this information to help others too. As we are going to start this week, my God, lead us and protect us this week. Let us see your hand in everything that we do. We worship you and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we do pray and believe. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this podcast and may God bless you.